Well, hello, and welcome to Sisters Helping Sisters. I'm Michelle Dillard, and I am so happy to be with you on this Tuesday. We are already at the end of August. This month has just flown past us. But once again, welcome to Sisters Helping Sisters. I'm Michelle Dillard, your host. And we're typically here on Tuesday evenings at 7 o'clock p.m. Today, we're going to talk about itching ears. Itching ears. And you probably think, Michelle, what type of topic is that? Itching ears. Well, when we have itching ears, we often grope after hearing a message or someone speak about something, maybe a, a, a prophet has come to town and we're running because we have itching ears. We want to hear a word from the Lord. And sometimes at our detriment, we hear the wrong thing because we have itching ears. We're anxious to hear this word. We're anxious to hear that word. Lord, I need a word. I need a word. And many times we want a certain person to give us good news. Many times you want a certain person to prophesy something good to us. When there are times God is giving us a warning. The Bible talks about prophecy being uh, for the edification of the church, to build the church up. But sometimes we think it's only good stuff. But because God loves us, he warns us. And he makes in a prophecy of warning. But oh no, we don't want that. We just want to hear the good stuff. But we serve a God of correction. We serve a jealous God. We serve a God that loves us so much that he doesn't want us to go the wrong way. So sometimes he'll send a word of warning. And if we're wise, we'll heed to it. Not every prophecy is going to be the one that you want to hear. But it should build you up. It should protect you. And it, you should know that it's a word that God is sending to put you on a path of correction, a path of safety. So let's jump in. I was studying the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 19 and 20. And just a quick overview, you have this king of Judah, Jehoshaphat. The Bible says he's rich and wealth and honor. And mind you, his daughter is married to, um, pardon me, his son is married to Ahab and Jezebel's daughter, Athaliah. First of all, that was an unholy alliance. But Ahab, Athaliah's father, came to Jehoshaphat and said, look, man, I got this battle that I really need to fight. I'm going to need your help. 
I need you to go up here with me and fight this battle. Well, Jehoshaphat was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll go help you fight the battle. We're family. Our children are married. And that's a word of caution right there. Just because your family or close friends with someone doesn't mean that you necessarily are supposed to form an alliance with them. And here's the deal. Um, Rahab, Ahab, remember he and uh, Jezebel, they killed off a lot of uh, innocent people, God's people, and they got them to worship Baal, turn their hearts against God. So Ahab had done a lot of wicked things. And here's Jehoshaphat, a man of God who obeys God, but he formed this alliance with Ahab to go up here and fight a battle that he wasn't supposed to fight with Ahab, and he almost got killed. But here's the thing. But before they even started off with fighting this particular battle, Ahab sought advice from the prophets. He had 400 prophets who basically told him everything he wanted to hear. He had itching ears. And they filled him up with false prophecies. But that's how he lived his life. But there was one prophet, Micaiah. And Jehoshaphat said, before they went to battle, you know, let's seek the Lord or whether or not we should even go fight this battle. And that's when Ahab brought out all his prophet liars, those 400 prophets. And Jehoshaphat, he kind of knows, you know, nah, you know, all of them are saying the same thing. Isn't there another prophet? You know, an independent prophet we can seek? And Ahab is like, well, yeah, but he's always telling me something doom and gloom. He always tells me something evil. We never have anything to say. So they go and fetch him, bring him, and he basically, you know, he was warned by Ahab's top chief officer. And he told him, now look, all the other prophets have given the word, given their stamp of approval to Ahab that he should go up and fight this battle and that he will be victorious and that he will prosper from this battle. Now, you need to tell him the same thing. That's what he told him, basically. And Micaiah said, Just as, as the Lord liveth, I will only speak what God tells me to speak. In other words, you can't sway me. You can't make me say what I'm not supposed to say. I'm going to only say what thus saith the Lord. So, what happens is, when he gets there, in front of the king, Ahab, Ahab wanted him just to tell him the same thing, all these other prophets, what they were saying. 
And I like Micaiah because he was determined to only speak what God was telling him to speak. And if you're a prophet, that's what you better do. You better seek God on what he's telling you to tell others and not just satisfy somebody's itching ears. You want to be in the will of the Lord and speak what God has told you to speak. Otherwise, you're going to be in trouble with the Lord. But in 2 Chronicles chapter 18, verse 13, the Bible says, And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth, even what my God said, that when I speak. That, that's what I'm going to say. I don't care what you say. You can't twist my arm and make me say things that I'm not supposed to say. But when he got before Ahab and he talked uh, to Ahab and he spoke only what God told him to speak. But Ahab didn't want to hear what Micaiah had to say. He's like, yeah, you're you going to go up there. And yeah, you, you can be prosperous, but you're not coming back. You can go up there and fight that battle if you want to. So, of course, Ahab got mad at Micaiah. See, Jehoshaphat, I told you, this man is always prophesying doom and gloom to me. But you have itching ears, Ahab. You only want to hear what you want to hear. You don't want to really hear what thus saith the Lord. So, the Lord allowed a lying spirit to be released into the mouth of all of Ahab's prophets. Because Ahab doesn't want to hear the truth anyway. He's already done all these wicked things. It was all about him. And the Bible clearly states in chapter 18, verse 20, he says, Verse 21, and he said, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And the Lord said, Thou shalt entice him, and thou shalt also prevail. Go out and do even so. Now, therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of those prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil against thee. So this was sent by God. This was sent by God. This message from this lying spirit was sent by God. Y'all better hurry up and know God ain't playing. Well, somebody would say, well, God is not going to do anything like that. It's right here in the word of God. He was sick of Ahab. So he allowed this lying spirit to be placed in the mouth of his prophets. But the prophet was really trying to warn him he didn't want to hear and he threw him in prison he told Joseph I see he always want to prophesy doom and gloom to me well God was sending him to warn you and you don't want to listen so you throw the man that's telling you the truth in prison while everybody else is prophesying so they go up to battle Jehoshaphat and Ahab Ahab convinces Jehoshaphat to put on his beautiful robe as king. 
and Jehoshaphat to God, uh, um, Ahab disguises himself. He only thinking about himself. He tells Jehoshaphat to wear his robe while he go and disguise himself. In other words, put Jehoshaphat out there in harm's way. Selfish. Here you've gotten Jehoshaphat to come and join you in fighting your battle, first of all. But Jehoshaphat allowed himself to be pulled into an unholy alliance that almost got him killed. And when the um, when the enemy saw Jehoshaphat, they thought he was Ahab. And they came towards him with a spear. And he screamed out, Lord, help me. And they realized, hey, this isn't Ahab. But let me just tell you, when there's a mark on your life, sent by God, you can't hide, you can't disguise. And the Bible says, the enemy, they found Ahab and shot an arrow right into his chest. And the Bible says, by evening he had died. God spared Jehoshaphat, even though he was disobedient. But there was an arrow with Ahab's name on it. And that arrow found him. Why? Because it was sent by God. Don't ever have itching ears. Oh, I want to hear this. I want a word from this. You want, you want a word from God. Not a bunch of prophet liars. So you make sure that you're not seeking out wrong advice. That you just don't have an itching ear just to hear what you want to hear to make you feel good. You want to hear the true voice of God. And God will send the right prophet to give you a word. A prophecy, a word of knowledge, a word of warning. A word of encouragement. Whatever the word is, you want it to come from God. Not just somebody prophesying to you. There's so many lessons in this. Don't form unholy alliances with unbelievers. Unless God tells you to do it. Ahab was very wicked. And Jehoshaphat had no business in fighting this battle because this was not a battle that God told Jehoshaphat to fight. But we family. Yeah, sure, I'll help you out. Okay, yeah, I'll do this with you. Mm -mm. You better stop and pray. Family, friends, or foe. And ask God, am I supposed to be collaborating with this person? Am I supposed to be partnering with this person? Free and family of all, God would tell you. Jehoshaphat was on another mission. Ahab was on another mission, but he grabbed Jehoshaphat into this unholy alliance. And that was the weakness of Jehoshaphat. Good man, obeyed God, but he kept forming these unholy alliances that Got him in trouble. And he conducted, even after Ahab was killed, he kept doing business with Ahab's sons. 
and he was in a export business and I believe it's in chapter uh, 20 and he got into shipping business with Ahaziah Ahab's son and God sent a prophet to Jehoshaphat said because you have formed this alliance that was not ordained by God your export business is not going to take off and the Bible says the ships wrecked and were damaged so we have to be careful not to have itching ears not to form unholy alliances whether it's with family friends or foe if God tell us not to do it we need to obey but watch who you are connecting yourself with and connecting yourself to because just because you guys are, are connected through marriage or have been friends for years, whatever the case may be, there are times that God is telling us, no, these people are not worshiping me like you worship me. Maybe they're into witchcraft. Maybe they're into this new age stuff. We are not to be in business with everyone. Especially those who oppose God, who does not um, follow after his heart. And he'll let you know who they are. And listen clearly to me, and I'm not saying that we have to absolutely abstain from doing anything with a sinner person. God will let you know what you're supposed to be doing and who you're supposed to be doing it with and for how long. The point is you got to have an ear to hear God and not just have itching ears to hear what you want to hear. Very important lesson here. Beware of false prophets. People that are always telling you, oh, yes, 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 yes. God sent this lying spirit. Because if you're not going to have an ear to hear, he's just going to turn you right on over. Okay, you rather hear the proper liars rather than to hear and obey me. Here you go. The evil lying spirit was sent by God. Because Ahab was in the habit of not hearing God, not listening, disobeying God. And Jehoshaphat had no business with with hanging with him and, and, and going up to fighting a battle that God didn't tell he, uh, that uh, Joseph had to fight. So get rid of the itching ears. Stop running here and there. Oh, I need a word. I need a word. Call this prophet. Call that prophet. No. Get in your word. Get in the word of the Lord. He'll speak to you. Get on your knees. He'll speak to you. Stop having those itching ears. A lot of false prophets out there just doing crazy stuff. I was watching a video the other day, and there was this prophet. Uh, there was a woman up on stage. She was the photographer for the church. And there was a man on stage, a deacon or somebody. I don't remember what his title was. But the prophet told that woman, this is your husband. That man right there that you're taking pictures, that's your husband. Shout, shout like crazy. That's going to be your husband. And then he called them over to one another. Hold her hand. Touch her hand. What do you have to say? And the man said, sir, I'm married. 
And instead of the prophet saying, oops, I made a mistake, he just proceeded with it. This is a married man that he's standing up here telling a single woman, that's your husband, that's your... How do you think that man's wife felt in the audience? Beware of false prophets. Know God's voice for yourself. Don't form unholy alliances. Truly seek out the face of God. And don't have itching ears. Well, thank you for joining us today for Sisters Helping Sisters. We're here on Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Please reach out to me if you have a story to share, a story to tell, if you'd like to be interviewed. Reach out to me at shellonthemic at gmail.com. C-H-E-L-L-E on the mic, that's M-I-C, at gmail.com. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to interview you. We'd love to hear your story. I'm Michelle Dillard, your host of Sisters Helping Sisters. Have a fantabulous day. See you next week.